T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey now, Semper Fi. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of Sports Talk here on WWL, AMFM.com, and the Odyssey app. Along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick, Charlie Long at Master Control, taking your calls on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Plenty to get to until 7 o'clock tonight when we hand things off to the Saints Hour with Vice President and General Manager of the Saints, Mickey Loomis, and the voice of the Saints, Mike Haas, coming up at 7. Jeff Ireland, Assistant General Manager and Director of College Scouting, will make an appearance as well. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504 260 1870. I want to start with, um, obviously we're going to be facing some, some some pretty gross weather down here, but go ahead and look up there in Lake Erie in Cleveland where the Saints play the Browns this Saturday. Initial weather reports, Mike, I'll start with you. I saw it. Minus 16 degrees for the low, I think minus 9 at halftime. Snow flurries, wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. That is the killer. Well, uh, no, it's and, the win. And, and Mike, hopefully after the game, when it's all said and done, we're not minus fifteen the turnover mark. <laughs> yeah, because they, they got they might turn it over too. And uh, the know? other thing, this this becomes a running game. This should for me, it's a Taysom Hill game. And just think about the rushing attack of the Browns. They oh. fifth in the National Football League. Uh, they've rushed for two thousand eighty six yards. Nick Chubb is 1,252 yards. He's got more rushing yards than Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill combined. They have 1,090. He's got 1,252. So, to me, in this game, it becomes Taysom Hill running the football with Kamara. Because I'm just telling you, throwing the ball in 35, 40-mile-an-hour wins, good luck with that, buddy. That ain't going to work. Well, even when you're trying to throw a screen at times, it could be off target. You know, like you're a conservative pass uh, when you're dealing with these kind of conditions. The Bob, game, tell him the story about Joe uh, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that uh, I've said that a number of times. He'd be, uh, you know, he was the quarterback before Jim Kelly. He was my mentor, uh, Willow High School, uh, in, Arkansas, in Street, University of Arkansas, All American. Uh, him and Terry Bradshaw. Uh, you know, go to Willow High School. A.L. Williams, that's who coached me. Uh, Joe Ferguson came every spring in Natchitoches. We ran the Buffalo Bills offense. Like I was Joe Ferguson, uh, Joe Delaney was O.J. Simpson. You know, we, we ran that offense. And he said, boy, it was amazing that I'd be leading the league or leading the AFC like uh, September, October the 1st, two months, and I'd be throwing that same out route. You know, I have good form. <laughs> I'm in balance with my feet and all. And the wind be coming off of that. I was at Lake Erie. It was one of those uh, great lakes up there. And it was it was like all of a sudden – uh, it just got shot down. It just went right into the ground. I mean, it was like, I, I don't know how else to throw it. So that's what's so amazing when you see, like, Josh Allen 
Jim what Kelly before him. Jim Kelly. My yeah, goodness. Yeah, what, what they're able to do. So uh, that, that, that's truly amazing. And that's amazing. That's when you got to win in the trenches. Yep. You know the old school, and this is the type game. Can you run the ball and can you stop the run? Then obviously I, I, I'm going to look at this. Okay, who's, uh, who's running the ball between us and, and, and the Browns? Who's stopping the run? And then obviously can you be plus one or plus two in the turnover margin? There was a game I told Mike this. Um, if I can, off the top of my head, they were way better than uh, the Bengals. And this, this Super Bowl was in the Silverdome when the Bengals lost to the 49ers. Dan Fouts, now the Tropic team, San and Diego. Yell. They, they were way better than the Bengals. It was like, I think, minus 30. And Dan Fouts, who was unbelievably accurate, he couldn't he throw couldn't the ball throw like they were. That was the game, if y'all remember, old school uh, football fans. Kellen Winslow, they had just went and beat the Dolphins in Miami. That was like triple overtime, whatever. And he carried off the field. They, they carry him off the field, then they go from Miami, from Miami to, to Cincinnati. To, to minus 30. It was a difference <laughs> of like 70 or 80 degrees, and, and, and the Chargers ended up losing. But that was a, a team that uh, would have gave the 49ers a better game inside I, in the Silverdome than, than, uh, than the Bengals. Had they won that game, they would have beaten Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and, because they were loaded with Winslow, James Brooks, Chuck Muncie, Wes Chandler. Think of that team loaded with offense, and Fouts could not throw. He, took, he said in an interview it was the most frustrating game he's ever played in because he couldn't throw the football accurate 10 yards downfield. He said the wind would take it and just swirl it away. Well, who that nation? I'm just telling you right now. If um, now it'd be interesting to see how Deshaun Watson's going to handle it, how Andy Dalton's going to handle it. But if Andy Dalton uh, is struggling, man, don't come and tell me, oh, Andy Dalton sucks. Uh, he, he can't play and all that. I'm just you have to look at the conditions. And see how it's going to play itself That's out. That's why Taysom, this has got to be his yeah, game yeah. at quarterback. You know what I'm really worried about? Who's that? Deuce. Oh, the, the, oh Deuce, he's going to. He you better have, have his long draws on. He, he might all have two pairs of BVDs. Long underwear. do well in cold weather. Well, Christian, you know why I'm a little concerned, too, because this happened against Atlanta. Atlanta was averaging, you know, whenever you look at top five rushing attack, that's what you have in the Falcons and the Browns. They were averaging going in our game 159 yards a game, uh, where the Browns are averaging 150. And what did uh, Atlanta end up getting? Uh, 231. Now, to take up for Dennis Allen uh, when he broke this down. Now, if we were giving up 231 yards rushing and Ritter would have threw for 250, uh, that ain't good. You know how you want to make a team one dimensional? Okay. The, the Falcons ran for 231 yards. But Ritter didn't even throw for 100. He threw for 97. Well, you might so, have so that this week, to too. Yeah. No, that, that – You mean, might have it this week that, exactly the same. That's why uh, protect the football or can you take it away, field position, with kicker. And oh, the other okay, thing, okay, too, uh, is okay, think special about, teams, what no, you no, bring no, up. That's a good, no, that's a good th- point. Think of Cade York. Cade York, uh, Justin Tucker, they both missed a cu- – they missed like four mm-hmm. kicks in the game. Cade York's thinking, I, I think I'm a pretty damn good kicker. I don't know about all these damn conditions in Cleveland. Now, Justin Tucker saying the same thing. Right, I'm right. the greatest of all time. He missed one left, and then it, one right. Yeah, he blocked it. Now, so, uh, 
Yeah, th- that'll be interesting to see because it could come down to a special uh, teams uh, play uh, and, and, and the, a kick. Uh, do you, do you make the field goal is. or do you miss it? I don't care what the over and under is. Take the under. Oh, my, no, the, the under. I think it it's is thirty-seven so and a half. Take the under. And it was. It started like forty-two and a half. And it went yeah. to like like yeah, Mike. I think it's like thirty-six. This could be a 13, half, 10, right? 13, 7, 10, 7 it, kind it, of game. Remember that Monday night. I'm game? thinking right now the Browns win seventeen thirteen. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Come on, I want the Saints to be relevant. Remember that Monday end. night game with Mac Jones threw four passes in that yeah. game against uh, Buffalo against when Buffalo. the wind, the wind was blowing about forty miles an hour. And so you, it's not so much the cold because after a while, I mean, the cold is cold, but it's the wind. That affects the pitch and catch part of the game. It's the cold ass win. Yeah. (laughs) Bobby Abear, Mike Dettelier, we're just getting started here on Sports Talk on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. National Signing Day tomorrow for LSU and college football. We welcome in now Jimmy Smith, publisher at TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, how are you, man? Doing well, brother. Trying to stay alive. Trying to stay awake. Trying to trying to keep the pedal in metal, as they say, right? Yeah, b- buckle up because it's about to get cold, old, especially over there on the North Dude, Shore. I'm not built for it, man. There's not enough meat on my bones for this weather, brother. And hey, listen, G- I got meat on my bones, but I ain't built for it either, Jimmy. I hate to say it, <laughs> Jimmy. How's this class shaking out? How's this class shaking out so far? I mean, honestly, way better than I think anyone should have hoped for in yep. year one of a new regime. Um, when you're hopping on recruiting in January, February, and you've only got 10 months to really put a class together, you're working a year, sometimes two years behind on some of these prospects. So, um, you know, seeing that they're filling a lot of needs, they have impact players on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think this is an excellent job by Brian Kelly and staff and, and shows that he can recruit with the big boys in the SEC. And, and uh, this is a great foundational class for what he's trying to build at LSU. Now, uh, Jimmy, Bob, when you look at all the classes, uh, would they two in on um, maybe rewarding young players out of high school, name, image, and likeness? And I'm talking about the Aggies and Jimbo versus your mm-hmm. established players on your roster, maybe re- reward them to keep them on board. Because I'm understanding A&M all of a sudden, they, but they're kind of going from the penthouse to the outhouse, number one overall recruiting class. And how now, many are left? Well, well, are they in the 20s now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even this season yeah. or what? Yeah, and I think this was a concern for a lot of people going in is, you know, that a lot of people knew and anticipated that the money would really be going to lure the new guys because the current guys are already there, right? And then when you have guys right. that that might not take to that well, then you try to fix and patch those together as you will. If you go back a year ago or less than a year ago, earlier this year, Keishon Booty, and there yeah. were some ramblings about some 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 opportunities that might be available for him elsewhere, and then you saw Gordon McKernan and those guys sign him to a to a nice lucrative deal. So um, I think you know with all these programs, a lot of, of emphasis is really being put on the recruiting class. But at the same time, with the portal the way it is, you've got to make sure that these guys um, that are already there, <laughs> you know, that are that are, are are starving basically, don't have much to their name you know, um, aren't getting envious of the young guys coming in with these six-figure 
NIL deal. So it's been a lot to juggle. A&M's really taken it, uh, you know, hard. I think there were a lot of reports last year about all the money that they promised to their recruiting class and so on. Well, it's time to cut those checks. And a lot of those deals um, seem to be handshake type of agreements. And, and in the end, you have a, a bunch of freshmen that were disappointed that were expecting to have things that weren't available to them. And then you have a bunch of veteran players that are saying, what about me? So uh, it all came down on hard on them last year. Uh, uh, this year, I think it's going to be a lesson for all schools to learn moving forward uh, as they try to navigate this new NIL scene. Jimmy, other than uh, Desmond Ricks, and uh, the, certainly that's the big name that's that's left to kind of throw the trump card down uh, tomorrow. Um, any other high school players? Man, I, I think look about it in the state. Most of that's all kind of all committed already uh, to different schools. If it's Tulane, if it's uh, you know Arch going to Texas, USC, the uh, Curtis USC, from, from Manny going, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, going there, game. and so. Uh, is there anybody left in the state you think LSU will get tomorrow? And other than Rick's big-name guy. Yeah, I don't think in-state tomorrow um, they're going to sign anyone else. I do think one to keep an eye on is Isaac Smith, big four-star premier safety out of Mississippi. Um, they seem to be in a back-and-forth battle with Mississippi State. Uh, of course, the pass, passing of Mike, Mike Leach, many would think would – would hurt their chances, but Arnett being named the next head coach, that's someone that's been recruiting Isaac for a while. They're very close. Um, so that's a that's a battle down on the wire here. I think both sides are trying to secure the commitment in the final hours. If that commitment doesn't happen, look for LSU to really turn up the heat on Derek Williams yep. from Westgate High School, a big safety out there that's been committed to Texas for some time. If, if they can't land Isaac Smith, then they're going to go all in on Derek Williams. So um, I, I think tomorrow – it's Desmond Ricks. I think he's a lean LSU. Um, there seems to be some confidence on the Florida side. There seems to be a little confidence on the Alabama side, even though that seems to be winging. Um, but LSU seems confident as well. So that one could go to the final hours. But I feel fairly confident he signs with LSU, which would give them a guy that could play early, um, a dynamic corner. Uh, they need guys like this in that secondary. Um, it doesn't quite look like DBU right now right. over in that yeah. secondary at LSU. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, that's what I was actually uh, about DBU yeah. and then uh, the cornerback position, where they're at right now, very thin, uh, you know, a, a couple of players. Uh, but uh, is that something because, you know, you can get a stud high school uh, you know, cornerback come come out and uh, contribute from the get go. Look, uh, 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 Stingley, and all how would that happen? But don't you think this is going to be a process? Maybe we're going to have to be a little more patient, even after spring football, to say maybe who can be available as far as uh, solidifying that cornerback position. What is your take on no, that? No, I, I think they're going to have to go out and get a transfer portal player who's got some time, so, so not a one that, and done. Okay, not okay. a one and done. Yeah. I'm with I'm with Mike on that. I think they need a little mixture of both. I think um, you can't rely too heavily on, on the young guys, right? They didn't have a big class last year. They right. signed two corners. One of them's already out of the class, Jarius McGee. So now you're left with Terrence Welch, who's looked good, supposedly, in these bowl practices and so on. But still, that's one corner from last year's class. I think JV and to- uh, Toviano, a guy that they recently got a commitment from in Texas, could be a guy that could contribute early. But you really need a plug-and-play 
transfer portal guy, like Mike says. And I think they need a guy that will be there more than one year, or otherwise they're facing the same issue again next year. You need a guy that's going to allow you some time to recruit and build those prospects up to be ready to take the field. And and so, I mean, while I would say one transfer portal guy, I think they'd be wise to go after two. Maybe you get a guy with multiple years left and then a guy with one year left and you have two guys that are veterans on the field next year because that's going to be a very thin group. So, um, you know, they, they, I think they, they outperformed this year. They're what I anticipated at least. I don't know if they have a dynamic top three, four round type corner in the, on this team right now but yet they held up fairly well all year. So it'll be interesting to see what this group, this this coaching staff could do once they do get those elite cornerbacks like like we've seen in years past. And, and speaking of freshmen, I mean, it seemed like we had seven years in a row where LSU had impact freshmen yep. in the secondary. Sure enough. Right? From Tredavious White and Dante Jackson, Derek Stingley, Jamal Adams, there were a lot of freshmen that contributed at high levels. But you don't want to have to rely on multiple. Well, well, it, Especially it, it, now. With you playing three corners, yeah, yeah, you have to. You playing three corners now because that nickel guy is like the starter. He's eighty percent starter, so he you <laughs> yeah. got to consider him the starter a little bit on them getting landing uh, Aaron Anderson. And mm-hmm. I, I told people in Alabama when they got him, man, uh, at first he wasn't maybe this four or five star recruit. I think he was a three at one time, and then it gradually jumped up. But my goodness. On a football field, he tilts the field. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but you talk about electrifying, and he's got another gear in space, and he can certainly help you in the punt-kick return game. But I put him in the slot, and I say, I want to see your third corner cover him. So, so Mike, he wants to come back home now? He he has committed that he is going to go to LSU, yes. Yeah. And for me, I mean, Aaron Anderson was probably the most electric prep player we've seen since maybe Puka Williams from Mondo, yeah, Mike. I agree. A, a few, now, J. Luke, I, mean, I, I will say this, J. Luke, yeah. uh, when he was at Terrebonne and then he went to Edna Carr, he won the Johnny Rogers, Tim Dwight uh, Award as Big Ten Return Man of the Year, Pro Football Focus, named him first team All American return man. As, but yeah. as a return man. Yeah. yeah. But man, mm-hmm. Aaron, as a receiver, He's scared of bejesus out of you. Yeah, and I think he gives LSU, you know, there's a lot of talent in that receiver group, but there aren't a lot of different types, right? And I don't know if you have that guy with that yak ability that can really create in space and eat up yards after the catch. And I think Aaron Anderson gives them that. It's a different element than they have in that receiving corp, and it's a guy that can step in immediately as a pick, uh, as a punt and kick yeah. returner. So I think it's going to be a very valuable – valuable addition to that group and and just to think to have what we saw with the receivers this year we saw uh, Malik Neighbors take another step in his progression we saw flashes from Brian Thomas and Keishon Butte returning and now you add a dynamic player like Aaron Anderson and that's one heck of a, a wide receiver court uh, that LSU is going into the 2023 season with and that Samson guy's pretty good too right Oh, he's pretty special, Mike. I mean if that <laughs> yeah. if that kid can stay healthy he's got a big time ability big time Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. Jimmy, will Garrett Nussmeyer be on this LSU roster in the fall? Yeah, because you get uh, three quarterbacks on one team that all have potential. Uh, I think somebody transferred. <laughs> yeah, and I think Garrett's going to be the most likely one to leave, right? I mean, I think upending and, and 
you know, uh, knocking Jaden Daniels off that starting spot is going to be very difficult. And and Garrett's the the most with the least available time. So, uh, you know, I I think he's going to be the first one to want out. Um, And I think it's going to be a hard, hard sell for Brian Kelly and his staff to keep him there. You know, Joe Sloan very good communicator, develops good relationships with his guys. He's got his work cut out for him. I know LSU would like him to stay so they could have some guy with some experience and some veteran leadership to follow in the footsteps of Jaden Daniels, but uh, that's going to be difficult come come May. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that name floating around as a possible uh, portal addition. Uh, wouldn't be surprised, cause, but I don't know anything. Yeah, TC- right. TCU. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. no, oh, uh, oh, yeah. that makes a lot. Of Max things. Duggan's gone. Oh, makes a ton of sense. And uh, Sonny knows uh, Louisiana well, very uh, well. Sonny, uh, but uh, coach of the year. I mean, think about that big fat in his cap. Yeah, and I would bet you Sonny has some ties to Doug Nussmeyer, um, yeah. the father as well. Yes, you know, he does. Yes, he does. I want to ask yeah, you. We, so. we didn't have you last week. Mike Leach though passing away a week ago. I know you had profound respect for him as a football mind but also as a unique unique personality did you ever have any interactions with mike leach uh yeah and and it was (laughs) don't we all i remember yeah i remember one time i was introduced to him uh maybe i don't know three years ago i think or so four years ago and i was introduced and he said hey jimmy and he looked me in my eyes and then he turned to somebody and started describing lizards and so it started breaking down the different forms of lizards. And you know that the, there's a chemical reaction in their body that hasn't changed colors uh, when they touch the leaves of plant. And so he just starts going off in this. And I was like, wow, it's true. Like everything you hear about this man and how his mind just is constantly going in all kinds of different directions and, and how much knowledge is, is, is packed into that brain of his. You know, I yeah. just saw a little glimpse of it. I thought it was humorous. And uh, it's it's been a guy. There aren't many press conferences I look forward to watching. I always search for Mike Leach's press conferences. Well, he, he'd be, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, he'd be the one. You know, like okay, who I want to go to dinner with? You know, you're not just staring yeah. at one. That, yeah. that you could be have a dinner with him. It'd be like a European luncheon or something. And you're there for four hours, and then time just uh, flew by. Yeah, because some of these coaches, man, it's like sticking to mud. No, no, he'd be a guy. But he wasn't one. He'd be the one you want to go to European luncheon or happy hour and freaking hang out. I mean, you know, go to a barbecue. Who else would be on that list? Lane Kiffin? I mean, Oh, yes, yes. Definitely Lane. Lane Kiffin. I would say Mike Leach. I would say Jesus. I mean, I would say who you would want to, like, truly spend unbelievable time with. That you hey. could be an enlightened, and I actually didn't waste uh, these yeah. hours being with them and associating with them. Well, I thought Bobby was going to say get wasted, but <laughs> no, 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 no. A lot of people get wasted. You don't. If you get too wasted, you don't communicate. No, you you want to feel just right so you can communicate and talk about a variety of subjects. Now, Jimmy, before we let you go, uh, and I trust your opinion on this, and I, I've talked to Mike about this. Is that okay? You look at Patrick Peterson and the mentor he was to Honey Badger and Tyron Matthew. Look, he's still playing for the Vikings. But to me, you know, DBU and all that, the top cornerback in the NFL right now is with the Buffalo Bills, Tredavious White. Look, look at all the LSU corners. Do you disagree with me on that or what? What's your take on that? Now, I know he got hurt, but he's bounced back as of late. Man, I tell you what, that's going to help the Bills 
Uh, if they're going to get to the Super Bowl or not, Tredavious White's going to be a big part of that. No, because eventually they're going to yeah. have to see Patrick Mahomes R- right. and somebody's. He yeah. wasn't there last hey, year. Hey, hey, Tredavious in that, White, that final game. I- I've been impressed uh, how he's bounced back from the injury. And I think you know Tredavious probably has one of the better, most unheralded careers at LSU. As I well. agree. When you talk about a DBU. You know, we mentioned Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, the freshman season Derek Stingley had. Tredavious White was tremendous four years at LSU. was great his freshman year. Every time he was on the field, he played through injuries. He was a leader, wore the number 18, and he's carried all that over. He's a te- technician. He's a student of the game, very instinctive, just a really, really good football player. And, and if I were NFL GM, I don't know if there was a guy I'd rather have on Sundays. Always been a huge fan of his. Great guy. Does a lot back in this community since his old school cleats and takes care of a lot of kids in his community. So uh, he checks all the boxes as just being an elite player and an elite person to me, and there isn't a corner in the league I would take over Tredavious White. Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com. What's on the site, Jimmy? Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, <laughs> transfer portal information, all that stuff. Julie on the beat, as always, plugging hey, away. Yeah, hey, hey, got to give Julie a props. Well, well, wait. Hey, Julie hey, always hey, working. Hey, 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 and, Jimmy, no, what's on the site? No, you, you know what else is? I, I don't like this. Hey, Christian, you, you, you're going you're gonna to probably like what I'm going to say is that I don't want LSU to be ranked number one in baseball. Because when does the team preseason rank number one win the national championship? But that's how good. This ain't Baton Rouge. This is like nationwide. LSU's baseball team is number Number one. one. Yeah, I was like, is is that a good thing or what? I guess it's good. We'll talk about it when we come. Yeah, I mean, come on, Jimmy. I'm like, I'm I'm worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right, Jimmy. Jimmy. Publisher of TigerDetails.com. We'll talk about that. Top ranking from LSU Baseball next here on Sports Talk on WWL. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, back here on Sports Talk, went along with Jimmy Smith. Be there when the Saints battle the Panthers in the final regular season game in the Caesars Superdome. Win a pair of great seats. Second row behind the Saints bench. Go to www.com slash contest now, and you can score your tickets from Odyssey. Miller Lite, it's Miller Time and WWL. You have to do it by 559 uh, on Thursday. All right, we'll be back here. Oh, no, Chris, i got to read this text right quick. This, this is uh, from 5147. Why will the NFL not move the game? What, Why the Saints-Cleveland game? You ever heard of the Ice Bowl? How old is this cat who just takes this? The Ice Bowl football is played well, outside. Of you, you, you got his text. Uh, you got his text. Well, 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 because they there. wanted people to, to, to travel to and the it was game dangerous and all. to get out in that weather. Oh, well, no, what about the ice bowl. You don't think it was dangerous no, for, back for, then? For the with Buffalo Bart thing, and all? you think about and the cowgirls, Come people on. traveling, people on the highway. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really dangerous. Even if you don't have no fans in the stands, it's an outdoor sport. You got to play. Got to play. The you got to play, even if it's like ice on the field. You got to play. All right, we'll talk about LSU's number one preseason ranking in baseball next here on Sports Talk on WWL. Bobby's all bothered by LSU's preseason ranking of number one in the country. The four out of the top five are in the SEC. So let me get, see if I get this right. You got LSU. You got um, help me out, Charlie. Arkansas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Arkansas, Tennessee, and then you got Vanderbilt, Florida. I want to say, and A and M's in there. A and M's in that mix. But 
those are two programs in particular, Arkansas and Tennessee, that Jay Johnson, Mike, said yeah, we, last year. We're chasing us. that yep. program. We're chasing them. Charlie Long. Top five, LSU, two, Florida, three, Stanford, four, Texas A&M, five, Tennessee, then Arkansas is at seven. Vanderbilt is at nine. Okay. <laughs> well, you look at all top in the 10. top ten. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. But no, but to clarify, it's when you enter the postseason as the number one team. That's that's when not good. You have bugaboos. Typically, you don't you don't make it. So you saying though, but Christian, now uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You or Charlie or, or someone. All I know is we didn't even start. Uh, we still in football season. You know, February basically two months, and they start playing. Baseball is here. But when you preseason number one. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The last team that won the national championship that was the preseason number one was the U. University of Miami at what, 19? It, it was the 90. 20th century. Mm-hmm. 90, 90, that's like two decades ago. So that's why I'd rather us be like three or fours. Okay, okay unless, they're going to be really good. No, I know they, they will. They, I know they will. Tennessee you, was really good last year. Can you finish? Here's the deal. How many people other than most advent Ole Miss, Mississippi State fans would have thought they would have won the national championship the last two years. No. Right. They, they think about where they Great came point. from. And look, right. and look look, how Ole Miss, almost like, you know, you They're watch ready it. to fire the coach. Now they're building a statue <laughs> yeah. of him. Who's the LSU <laughs> product? Uh, Bianco. Bianco, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's the LSU product? Yeah, listen, it just goes to show you, though, how quickly – Jay Johnson's gone to work over there and gotten that program back to respectability and back into the top eight, top five national Well, seasons. he ain't Steve Spurrier for nothing. And I'll never forget that. A friend of mine who was a scout said he's, he is g- going to become the Steve Spurrier of the SEC. Well, the thing LSU. is, uh, uh, I look at it, uh, you know, LSU fans want sustained success in baseball. I think going from Coach Maneri, now Coach, where we at right now, uh, you know, Coach Johnson, I mean, it's like win-win. Now, he ultimately got to win a championship and, and take care of business in Omaha. But uh, there's no one not optimistic about LSU's baseball chances this year because you, of him. You've Mike, heard you read no some, one. Mike, you read something earlier. It's the best team since what? 2009. Since 2009. That's what some pundits are saying. But that's they over, it all that's over a decade. That's the bubblegum people saying that. All right, this is Sports Talk here on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.